This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. It's time for the Clang Valley's biggest conversation, Talk Back on the Evening Edition, only on BFM 89.9. It's Caroline and Ezra, and yes, this is Talk Back. The number to call is 0377109000. You can WhatsApp us, 018-789-8899, and tweet us at BFM Radio. Uh, the question this evening, it's, it's very, very straightforward and simple. It's what keeps you up at night? What worries you about the state of the nation? Uh, we're talking about issues that concern Malaysians, and of course, yesterday uh, on the Evening Edition's Top 5 at 5, uh, we covered a survey by Ipsos Consulting, which titled, What Worries? Malaysia. Now, the top three results that we spoke of yesterday was that uh, the survey revealed that immigration control was number one, uh, governance was number two, and unemployment was number three. And according to the survey, Malaysians are worried about the high number of foreign workers in the country. Yeah, that's right. So yesterday, uh, Karamjit Singh, uh, Kiramjit Singh, excuse me, of Ipsos, uh, joined us on the line to talk about how the study was conducted and about the analysis involved. Uh, what we did was uh, we did the interviews throughout 2017, uh, a series of phone interviews. And we explained to them uh, clearly what uh, the questions were uh, and we probed further during the, the answers if there was any ambiguity of uh, what the answers were or what we were asking them. And in addition to the robustness of the study, we also did interviews in English and also in all major local languages in Malaysia. Beyond what we presented, we have done additional analysis to understand the factors driving each concern. And it's safe to say that those who are concerned about jobs and unemployment have also indicated influx of foreign workers as a key concern. In addition, a separate by a recent study that we just completed found that 60% of nations are not happy with the influx of foreign workers, both illegal and illegal. The overwhelming majority believe, rightfully or wrongfully, that these workers are taking away some job opportunities for the locals. Some have also indicated crime and safety issues as a reason for their concern, but these were not the overwhelming top concern for them. Jobs and unemployment actually uh, came out strongly. Nevertheless, we are not saying that we do not need foreign workers in Malaysia because in many ways they have contributed positively to the economic growth of Malaysia. That was Karamjit Singh of Ipsos Consulting. So according to Karamjit, the concern about immigration control as the number one uh, concern uh, on this survey has more to do with economics rather than social issues such as xenophobia or racism uh, based on the fact that many on the survey participants who voted for Im- immigration control also voted for unemployment. So other concerns put forth were crime and violence, inflation, drug abuse, social poverty and inequality, terrorism, healthcare and education. Yep, a whole host of things. Yes. Uh, so this evening we thought we'd conduct a little survey of our own in an effort to find out what worries you and you know what keeps you up at night. Um, in fact, just earlier on Top Five, right, we were talking about uh, Sheila Majid's tweet, how, tweet. Oh yes, that's right. How that got a lot of tension. Um, just talking about the cost of uh, living in Malaysia. That's obviously something we can all relate to. Yeah, I mean. For me, Caroline, like the, the number one concern right now for me is, is is the high cost of living, and this is something that I thought, you know, maybe about twelve months, twelve to sixteen months ago, I, I remember feeling it um, quite specifically, and I remember that moment. And I thought, you know, what, it's gonna it's gonna fade off. Things are gonna uh, improve in in some bits and bobs, but I've just realised how much time has flown by in, in twenty seventeen, and how many bits and bobs have disappeared from your wallet. That's right. <laughs> 
that's exactly it. Yeah, I mean, we're also hearing a lot about, uh, you know, concerns uh, of declining standards of education, right? Especially here in BFM, we, we can't seem to settle on a, a, anything or everything, really, from policy changes, uh, teachers going on leave, uh, how expensive quality education is, English or Bahasa textbooks, I mean, it goes on forever. And this issue of unemployment and how difficult it is for young Malaysians to land a decent job, how difficult it is for them to buy a home. I've got all the other bigger picture issues. We haven't even spoken about that yet. Yeah. Uh, freedom of expression, uh, the curbing of civil liberties, good governance. Although governance, to be fair, mm-hmm. was in the top three uh, mm-hmm. from, from that survey by Ipsos Consulting. Uh, the state of uh, politics, urban warfare. So the lines are open. Uh, 0377109000. And you can tell us what worries you and what keeps you up at night. Of course, the general elections are around the corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no better time for you, your, your grasses to be heard for you to articulate what exactly your concerns are. Yeah, big or small, let's, let's just get it all out today. 0377109000, WhatsApp at 018789 or tweet us at BFM Radio. We're doing our own survey here on Talkback. What worries you? Call us 0377109000. While we wait for your calls, here's Love and Spoonful with Summer in the City on BFM 89.9. Psst, you there? Open your mouth and... Talk! It's Talkback Time on BFM 89.9. That's the number to call the question on Talkback. What keeps you up at night? What worries you? Uh, of course, there was a survey by Ipsos Consulting recently about what worries Malaysia. The three top things, according to that survey, was immigration control, governance, as well as unemployment. Uh, there's been a lot of feedback about uh, the variety of issues actually related to that. You know, this rising cost of living, healthcare, mm. uh, drug abuse, uh, poverty. Uh, what's on your list? What worries you? Uh, we're here to uh, basically listen to the variety of issues that you feel uh, are very, very important to you. 0377109000. Our next caller is Sharin. Hi, Sharin. Hello. Hi, how are you? Uh, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. How are you guys? We're doing well. Thank you very much. Tell us what worries you. What keeps you up at night, Sharin? What keeps me up at night is my kid crying. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that literally keeps you up at night. What else? What, what worries you? Two things. Mm. First thing is about the future of my kids in the coming years ahead. Thinking you... of, of the challenges that around nowadays. What challenges what challenges are you most concerned about? Are you thinking education or are yeah, you thinking I was thinking about that, yeah. yeah. I'm not worried about education. Right. Because I I do think that our our education is a little bit adequate. To, to fulfill this the, the incoming challenge. Sure. Mm-hmm. What what worry me is about social media, things like that, social you know, injustice. So what will happen to them, you know, in the future? Gay marriage, lesbians, things like that. Mm. And, and, and you feel that uh, there's just so much uncertainty about how our institutions are, are able to manage these types of issues? Yeah, that leads to second question, uh, second answer. Mm. I'm worried about Machai. However, when they are supporting whatever who is in in power, regardless of what, mm-hmm. and when they know that whoever is in power cannot ratify the issue that we face right now, right. so I'm quite worried that my kids become one. That what worry me. Right. That they become part of. Um, I, I guess that they, they're not part of the solution. Is that your concern? My concern is that they are. 
just mere followers to the wolf. Right, and right. Yes, absolutely. And I think I think that's a fair um, concern there. Thank you very much for calling in, Sharon. You know, uh, uh, when he mentioned at the top that he's worried about his kids uh, in the future, it really does strike a personal core, doesn't it? I mean, it, it, it takes a look at the variety of issues that, um, that he's aware of, but the way the evolution of some of these issues will translate in the next decade or so, yeah. what can actually he what can what can he do to actually prepare his kids uh, to face some of these challenges and it's also interesting um, in that pers- in that perspective right because he's worried that his kids are going to be followers um, and not leaders yeah you know whether or not those and that's platforms key, are available and, and that's very very key right mm-hmm. because uh, leadership is something that for for the most part you can do by example yeah yep. and, and sometimes you know all of the books and all of the the conversations that you hear it doesn't quite translate to the actual doing and being of how people relate to it so mm-hmm. Uh, that's a very, very key point there. Thank you very much, Sharon, for uh, calling in. 0377109000, we're asking you what worries you. Um, we're taking a look at what keeps you up and out some of the range of issues that Malaysians are concerned about. Um, recently, there was a survey that said immigration control, governance, as well as unemployment uh, were the top three concerns among Malaysians. Do you agree with that? Do you disagree? I must say that yesterday I was surprised that immigration control was number one. Uh, but uh, we're trying to find out whether that resonates with you this evening, zero three seven seven one zero nine thousand. Uh, Din is next on the line. Hi, Din. Oh, oh, oh! Strong response hurt. by Din. <laughs> that hurt. Um, okay, I'm going to read out some messages uh, that have come in. Um, you can keep your calls coming in on zero three seven 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 one zero nine thousand. But in the meantime, <laughs> this one from Aisha who says, "What keeps me up at night? Uh, personally, I think that racism is the most pressing issue that's affecting me personally and the nation as a whole." Even in our concern about unemployment, it seems we're instinctively putting the blame on the foreign workers instead of industry exploitation and failure of government policies. It reflects our own prejudice against those who we deem as the others. Uh, let me tell you what else has kept me up at night. Burning effigies. That's also kept me up uh, late at night yep. sometimes. You know, that's, that's up in the news uh, every now and then. Yeah, so I that's certainly interesting. would be concerned <laughs> if I were you. Yeah. Um, this message uh, saying, Hi, what keeps me up at night is the environment. Rapid loss of urban green spaces and destruction of water catchment forests by now we should know better than to take our environment for granted and show it such uh, and show it such little respect what also worries me is how seldom the environment is uh, noted in such surveys and opinion polls which is true it was nowhere I think on on, um, yeah and and yet you know the the reality on some of the the key issues that we've seen um, you know let's say whether it was Penang uh, whether uh, you know these monsoon this monsoon season that we're experiencing right now and the the floods that are taking place all of this relates to uh, our attitudes towards the environment uh, whether we are uh, relating to and responding to some of the key issues related to climate change as mm-hmm. well so yeah that yeah, didn't appear yeah, that yeah. didn't appear in the survey either yeah. uh, 0377109000 is the number to call we're asking you what worries you and what keeps you up at night uh, Navin is next on the line hi there hello Navin you're on the air Okay, that line doesn't seem to be uh, coming through. We're going to get our technical person to take a look at that. Uh, in the meantime, 0377109000. You can also WhatsApp us at 0187898899. Yep, and uh, we have a Twitter poll that's running, sort of asking you the same thing with a few uh, well, more limited options, I guess. Which of the following keeps, what, keeps what you up What did you put up there? I, I didn't do this. Our no, no. Producer you, Josie did it. 
It's not my fault. So which of the following keeps Throw you up at night? Under the bus. Yeah, 1% have voted foreign workers, 30% have said unemployment, 39% governance, uh, 30% all of the above. It's not a very comprehensive survey, Josie, this <laughs> okay. one. You know. We'll have a chat with her as well after yeah, the technical guy works on the telephone lines. Everything's working fine here in the studio. Mm-hmm. This is keeping uh, you and I up a little bit at night, uh, Caroline. Uh, but, you know, on this uh, topic of uh, foreign workers, I am curious, you know, we spoke a little bit about this yesterday evening about um, why have um, sort of uh, immigrant why has immigration control and foreign workers been the number one concern and what is that tangentially related to is it related to jobs is it related to unemployment is it related to social issues uh, I mean that's been sort of the number one question on my mind zero uh, three seven seven one zero nine thousand what worries you what keeps you up at night uh, Khalifa is next on the line hi there hello hi tell us what you think yeah, um, I just want to echo the previous uh, caller when he is talking about uh, the, the word he used just now is machai. It's like a political zombie. You know yes. What, what yeah. So uh, uh, what, what we can see on social media today, especially when one is talking about uh, political matters, even those, even uh, I mean, like issues not related to politics. You know, there are there, there will be people who will relate this to politics, and it will always go to uh, race and you know if someone like me who, who uh, if, I, if I comment on, on those issues they will always see me as MLA commenting on this issue and they will relate me to like Amno and whatever but you, so, but you would like your so comment to be like to, to not be related to those to those um, I guess subcategories so to speak yeah I mean I, I'm more like a, a neutral you know because I criticize both parties sure but but what I can see now is we are moving, uh, we are moving towards becoming more racist and more xenophobic, and and in this direction is what worries me uh, for for the future. And and, and it, does it worry you because uh, are you feeling it or seeing it more uh, in your day to day experience, or is it because it's popping up on your phone a little bit more? So recently, I, I I told you about how well I told listeners about how I was concerned about the high cost of living because I think after that first week of those big toll hikes, I start feeling the pinch a little bit, and that has been burned into my memory. Is there something uh, specifically with you that has has happened? No, um, well, if, you, if you're talking about uh, cost of living, I, uh, this becomes secondary to me. It, uh, it's compared to racism. Right, uh, yeah. And, and yeah, I've, uh, I've experienced it. Uh, people, you know, say racist things, you know, uh, like uh, you're Malay, so it's easier for you. You, you, you know, you're lazy and, and <laughs> right, yeah. waiting for, yeah. for government to feed you and stuff like that. That's right. Yeah, so um, this is what actually, it, it, uh, you know, and, and, and a lot of things, a lot of issues lately, if, uh, you know, you, uh, uh, about the laundry, the, you know, the, the, the laundry in, in, in Johor. Yes, that's right. So, so, so these are the types of issues uh, that uh, you're concerned about when it comes to uh, ethnic and, and racial tensions uh, within the country. Thank you very much uh, for calling in, Khalifa. We appreciate that. Yep, uh, this message um, uh, in, in response to what, what keeps you up at night, um, this one saying, will there be Oktoberfest next year? This one saying, income not enough to cover my expenses. Fayat says, taxes. Uh, Faisal says, what keeps me awake at night is crime and injustice. All right. Uh, next on the line is Mahendran. Hi, Mahendran. Oh, hi. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good evening. Tell, tell us what, what keeps you up well, at night. Actually, uh, well, the first thing I want to comment about the 
immigration, foreign laborers and everything. Yeah, right? sure. We, we are so critical about foreign laborers, but first, are we, the locals, willing to take some of the jobs that foreigners willing to do? Mm. For example, collecting garbages and doing all things like cutting grass along the roadside. Our Malaysians, I mean, allow me to say this, please, I hope no one is offended. We Malaysians are, are, are lazy. We are. I know we want looking for a cushy job, jobs that will give a lot of money, but... You know, easy job. You yeah, know, so you have to work hard. So is it acknowledging... about the foreigners? So is it acknowledgement... Is it the need for acknowledgement that there are jobs that we don't want? Exactly. That's mm. why we're bringing all this, uh, you know, low-cost laborers. We're not mm. bringing, you know, high-tech. That's what we should control. We should control only the laborers that are coming in. Like, for example, uh, the jobs that... Uh, like, for example, the high-educated jobs should be controlled. That one we should protect for the locals, you know? Right. And maybe certain jobs, I think... We can open up for that because there's a lot of companies looking for uh, low labor type of jobs that locals doesn't want to take it. And what sure. are the companies going to do? Are they going to shut down and move it to somewhere, to Vietnam? And then later we're going to say, you know, there's no economy and this and that. So sometimes we got to find the right, you know, the border, where, when, we've got how, to find, you know? We've got to try to figure out that balance. Thank you very much for calling in, Mahendran. We appreciate your, your thoughts and opinions on this. We're going to move on to our next caller who might share some of those issues. Uh, next on the line is Din. Hi, Din. Din, you're on the air. Uh, hello. Hi, Hi. all right. You made it through. Uh, yeah, finally. Mm. Anyway, uh, my top concern is actually cost of living. Yeah. And higher and higher. But it coupled with the high rate of inflation and also uh, depleting value of ringgit. So when, when, <laughs> when you couple it was, all these It's a triple together, threat. It's a triple threat. Yeah. No, I mean, like, uh, imagine 20 years ago, I'm earning 1,008 per month. Yeah. I can live, you know, I can buy almost anything. Yeah. But now I'm earning, what, 10,000. I still, I still is a paycheck to paycheck kind of living on. That's right. Mm. That's right. All because of the, for, for me, it's a, my, my increment is even lower than inflation rate, so that means I'm not earning anything much. Yep. And the low, the low of a ringgit means that I can buy even an, anything from from the overseas, like like iPhone. You know, it costs like. I don't know, 4000 4, 5000 or something. Uh, then, you know, in, in sharing this experience uh, with us, what has the conversation been like with your, your friends and your contemporaries? Do they feel that exact same thing where, you know, 20 years ago, 1800 ringgit would get you to a lot of places and then do a lot of things, whereas a 10000 ringgit paycheck can't bring you very far? Yeah, precisely. I mean, 50 ringgit last time, right, I gave to my parents, you know, they can buy almost anything, you know. You know. Uh, uh, a petrol only costs one ringgit per liter. Come on, man. That now is uh, <laughs> it's so 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 high, la. Yeah. So no matter how much you earn, you will not be will not be enough. All right. That's what I feel. Thank okay. you very much, Dan. Thank you. We appreciate that. Our final caller before we head to the news is Victor. Hi, Victor. Hi, Victor. Hi, Caroline and uh, Ezra. Hi. Good to hear from you. Tell us what's your top worry before we head to the news. Very quickly. Yeah, actually, in fact, I'm uh, up most of the night because there are so many things that worry me. Okay, give us, your, give us your top three then very quickly, Victor. Okay, top of the list mm. is the silence of the majority. Oof, very nice. <laughs> I got, I got yeah. you there. Number okay. two, what's number two? For, no, for example, this, uh, some very high up legal officer of a big country is insulting us mm-hmm. and yet we keep silent. Mm. So that worry me. Yeah. Uh, then uh, when the the preacher is making all these uh, obnoxious remarks. I noticed that the audience also keeps silent. I think, in, in fact, they clap. <laughs> they cheer him on. Right. So, 
that worry me a lot. Mm-hmm. And what's your third one? Huh? <laughs> Did you have a third concern? The, the, the third concern, of course, is uh, the, the, the what, ADC burner. Well, especially the when the burner, object is... Yeah, yeah, yeah the, 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 the object is uh, someone uh, near and dear. Yeah, for sure. Well, Victor, we appreciate uh, you calling in and thank you very much for sharing with thank us you. your concerns. Uh, we're going to move to the 6.30 news. Talk back continues as we keep asking you what worries you and what keeps you up at 903-771-09000 is the number to call. We'll be right back on Talk Back on BFM 89.9. Time for the four T's. Tweet, text, talk, talk back on BFM 89.9. To call in 0377109000, it's Talk Back. We're asking you what keeps you up at night, what worries you. The lines are ringing and buzzing, Caroline. We're going to head straight to the phone mm-hmm. lines. Uh, next on the line is Sheena. Hi, Sheena. Hi, Omar. Hi, Caroline. Hi. Hi. Tell us what you think. Well, uh, what keeps me up at night is uh, whether my parenting is good enough to... Um, make my children into model citizens in the future. Well, wow. your parents feel... Her parenting skills. Right. Yes, that's right. Um, the second thing that worries me also is the lack of civic-mindedness we seem to be seeing among Malaysians and the growing apathy that we see among the police force and within our, our leadership. Wow. So, so you're picking two very specific things. Let's, let's go through it one by one. Uh, on your own uh, specific parenting skills and the alleged shortcomings of, of what you feel that you're going through, what are you most concerned about? Is it just because there's so much, um, I guess, are you putting too much expectation on yourself about what you would like your kids to be? What is it, do you think? Um, I think, well, one thing is definitely you're right. Uh, there's a lot of expectations on me which may be self-generated, but it's also because of the rise of social media. Right. And so you get mothers, you know, you get Pinterest mothers who put up all the wonderful crafts <laughs> that they do for your children and Instagram and, and these Facebook groups. And, and you think, gosh, how could I ever compare to these? Right. That, 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 you're wondering, am I a Pinterest mother? Am I good enough to be a Pinterest mother? Do you want to be a Pinterest mother? <laughs> I don't know anymore. I don't, know. I don't want to be a Pinterest mother anymore. Yeah. But, you know, you just feel as though you ought to be because that's the new benchmark for motherhood, isn't it? Yeah, you're not right. if you're not on Pinterest. Mm-hmm. And, and on the second part, um, on, the, on the issue of civic-mindedness, um, you clearly mentioned that you were worried about some of these institutions. Do, do you feel uh, specifically that there's something lacking? Yes, I do. Um, and I think the problem is uh, more from our mentality and our and you can see this sort of entrenched in, uh, in us from Malaysians who chuck rubbish out of, out of uh, their car windows you know, mm. without a second thought mm. to our police who even after I have given them all details pertaining to a crime still refuse to follow up so that's my personal experience right there for you right. um, you know no bitterness there whatsoever <laughs> no none we, we can't hear it in your voice at all <laughs> So that's, the, so that's the second thing that worries me, the, the tida upper attitude that seems to be pervasive among Malaysians today. And the third thing is just our lack of impetus for intellectual development. And this is mm. coming from me having, be, me being a UM student yeah. versus having visited NUS recently mm-hmm. and knowing that both these institutions at one, upon, at, one, at one time in our history were one. And we separated, and now look at where they are and where um, we are. And, and, and what this bodes for the future of education in Malaysia, especially since it seems as though history can be altered to suit political agendas. You know, where's the integrity for passing on 
true education, true knowledge, true worth if everything can be twisted to fit an agenda. Well, Sheena, thank you very much for calling in. Uh, it, it's interesting when she puts that juxtaposition, right, between NUS and UM, uh, just because of the shared history uh, of those two institutions and w- where we are today in 2017 as well. Oh, yeah, I suppose you can look big picture and think uh, country, <laughs> Yeah, the two countries and the shared history there. That's right. Mm. Uh, 0377109000 back is happening right now. We're asking you what worries you, what keeps you up at night. Uh, there was a recent survey uh, asking what worries Malaysians. Uh, the top three results was immigration control, governance, as well as unemployment on the program. We're hearing the variety of concerns that Malaysians have. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dennis is next on the line. Hi, Dennis. Hey, hi, guys. Hi, what keeps you up at night, Dennis? Uh, I think I don't have top three, but I think the top two things are coming back from Singapore as a PR. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's really inflation in Malaysia. I've been there like for the last eight years. I think coming back uh, recently, uh, everything is exponentially overpriced in my perspective. Mm-hmm. Everything from uh, daily essentials all the way to handphones and, and whatnot. Yeah. And, and do you think it's disproportionately... Uh, it's disproportionate. I, I think the last time when I was there, um, I think you can you can still find chicken rice for about, what, 250, 350 sing. Hmm. Chicken rice here, dollar dollar. I think salary wise is almost the same. Uh, we were paying what six seven dollars uh, for for uh, chicken rice. I think it's a bit too out of proportion, especially with handphones and smartphones. I think if you sign up with a telco there, you get a phone plan for you're paying hundred fifty a month. You only pay pay a uh, hundred or three hundred dollars, sing dollars for a phone. Where else here, your iPhone and all the top latest phones, you're paying about what three thousand or four thousand. Dollars uh, for a smartphone. I think it's a bit uh, ridiculous, uh. And, and Dennis, you mentioned that you had lived in Singapore for eight years. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just uh, got back last year. And, and what drew you back to the land of opportunity? Do, do tell us. Uh, I think it's overall missing home, and I yeah. think Malaysia is still a great place to live. But I think the currency is really making me want to probably move back. Move anywhere, but yeah, yeah, because because the spending power in Singapore. I, I think uh, ten years ago when I first went there, I you earn about like uh, four thousand dollars uh, mm-hmm. Singapore dollars, and I could buy potentially anything and go anywhere. Yeah, I think uh, if in Malaysia you earn anything below four thousand, I think it's very difficult to even uh, sustain a family and, and, and yeah, think yeah, of minimum wage. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Thank you very much, and, Dennis. And uh, of course, you know he he mentioned that you know on the on the issue of, of inflation, uh, on the issue of about you know how much of this four thousand ringgit get you by. A previous caller uh, mentioned about you know a ten thousand ringgit paychecks mm. is still. Um, you know, just not enough. Just not enough. Yeah. Um, 0377109000. Moving on to our next caller, uh, Naveen is on the line. Hi, Naveen. Hello. Hi. Hi. Your thoughts? Yep. I have few worries, but before that, I would like to talk about this excessive foreign workers in Malaysia. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. And yeah, because I have a direct experience, but this is mainly on uh, IT background actually, because uh, I have especially have the real experience competing with foreign workers uh, to get the job for IT field. And, right. and what was that experience enough, like? Yeah, because like whenever we have IT field, because we can see uh, they are competing, we have to compete with some foreign workers, especially from India and all this thing and come to the software engineers and yes. all this thing. But then uh, when I become a manager and I want to hire people, then I, I have also... Uh, notice that uh, some uh, candidates that came from local, it's not that competent when compete with these foreign workers. So the competency uh, levels that there was a stark difference to you. That's correct. So when compared with that, they are they are still on the top rank, but maybe some of the Malaysians is not really uh, keep jumping a lot of jobs. Actually, that's why we can't get very really quality 
qualified candidates for that role actually right yeah yeah and and and, and, and talk to us a little bit more about uh, how you feel you know when it comes to because you know i think sometimes when we were looking at that survey about immigration control and and um uh, and foreign workers uh, you're speaking about i guess a competency level of workers um, you know of a, of a perhaps a medium to higher level right yeah that's correct yeah that's correct and, and what other concerns did you have because like uh, when we want to uh, interview the candidates and we really looking for really high level of technical skills of that mm-hmm. and then uh, and definitely we need to uh, rank it and who who performs higher on that so when come to the assessment level so we still see uh, some of the foreign workers because they are really achieved on top rank actually all right. All right. Thank you. Thank you very much, uh, Navin, for calling in. Uh, before we uh, get a quick break from, uh, before we take a quick break, uh, any texts and tweets, Caroline? Okay. This one from Faisal saying, "Saya bimbang dengan penyakit malas berfikir dan sikap pentingkan diri di kalangan masyarakat Malaysia." Uh, yeah, yeah. This one uh, from Umi Yaakob says, "Income inequality, urban po- uh, urban poverty, lack of equal access to education, destruction of environment." Mm-hmm. All right. Excuse me. This one saying nothing keeps me awake at night. I have a clear conscience in every area of this topic. That's wonderful. All right. Zero three seven seven one zero nine thousand. We're asking you what worries you, what keeps you up at night. Uh, we're asking people for top three concerns uh, just to sort of replicate a survey uh, that revealed that immigration control, governance, as well as unemployment were amongst uh, some of their top concerns. What are your top concerns? Yeah, and it's quite interesting. A lot of people sort of um, making reference to uh, the immigration control um, that came in number one on that survey. However, the answers are not exactly reflecting the same thing. That's right. Mm. Well, we'll hear from uh, Hardy, Paul and Tom. That's coming up right after these messages on BFM 89.9. You there? Open your mouth and... Talk! It's Talkback Time on BFM 89.9. It's Caroline and Ezra on Top Back. We've been asking you what worries you and what keeps you up at night. We've had a variety of answers uh, in this hour. Uh, we want to hear from you. Call us at 0377109000. Hardeep Singh is next on the line. Hi, Hardeep. Hello. Hi there. What keeps you Hi, up at night, Hardeep? Uh, well, main thing is just a couple of things. And I saw your the, the report in the paper, I think, yesterday or the day before. That's right. It was yesterday. I was quite surprised that education was almost the last. Or, or, or <laughs> well, it wasn't in the top three, yeah. <laughs> because I think for all uh, young families, uh, education is one of the main concerns these days. You know, uh, with the level of our public schools, I think going from uh, from north, uh, north to south. So now people either they look for putting them in the Chinese school or home school or yeah. even in the private schools. Mm. And, and, what's, and what's your second very, concern? Very, very, very costly, right? Uh, okay, my second concern, the uh, level of uh, our overall um, 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 standing uh, in the world in terms of uh, integrity, our leaders, are they well, well respected at home and abroad? Um, you know, uh, in terms of, uh, what else you say, um, uh, transparency, you're, you're concerned about like the quality of, of, of our leaders, right? Whether they're, I guess, reflective of the the sentiments and the concerns of society. Correct, correct. So I think once upon a time, our leaders were well respected on the world stage. But today, it, it doesn't seem that way. It doesn't look that way. And not only abroad, even here. So everybody's like 
all everybody has like different ideas and like um, everybody's asking what's happening what's happening and mm-hmm. now okay we are waiting for the next election so I don't know uh, well not many can say which way is going to go it's a sense and, of uh, uncertainty i think you're describing there and it's getting higher and higher over mm. the years and i think this is one of i think this election is going to be quite critical for both sides Thank you very much for uh, calling in, Hardeep. Uh, you know, it, it's interesting, you know, talking about, uh, um, I guess, the lack of leadership. Uh, that's emerged uh, quite a number of times uh, this evening. Yeah, uh, um, I mean, we were certainly hearing that and we're seeing it uh, reflected in the messages as well. Adnan Arifin just sent this in saying what keeps him up at night, governance, unemployment, foreign workers uh, in that in that order, Gabriel says the independence of our institutions. And then there's this one from Hanani. What keeps Hanani up at night is paying back PTPTN. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Our next caller, I think we might know who it is because he feels that his concern, uh, about his top concern is the issue of mental health. Paul is on the line. Hi, Paul. Hi, guys. Good evening. Good evening, this Paul. An amazing show. Parliament should be listening to this, man. <laughs> they are. I'm sure they are. <laughs> That's what they're busy with. Yes. The one that keeps me awake literally 24 hours a day is our mental health situation in the country. Tell us why. Mental health issues, getting Mm -hmm. from bad to worse, the non-prioritization of it in the education system, in the health system, it it just doesn't exist in the budget. People are getting more and more mentally unhygienic and sick. Mm. It keeps me really worried about it. But wouldn't you say, Paul, that there has been an increase of uh, awareness levels over the past, say, five years when it comes to mental health? Not yes, saying that it's where it should be, but yeah. yeah. Oh, yes, definitely. I totally agree with you. They're talking about it more. People are becoming aware of it more. But the government is not supporting it. It still isn't a priority in the education system. We're not preventing it. We're treating it. Hmm. And we're not treating it well enough. Fair enough. And, and Paul, the, the reason, um, I guess, you're concerned about how it perhaps is not as high as a priority as you would like is because if government takes this issue seriously, then you feel like there's, I guess, the, the trickle-down effect towards not just urban communities, but rural communities, and, and nobody's left behind on this issue. I guess that's what you're trying yes. to say. Absolutely. It's got to be pervasive and systemic right through. Thank you very much, Paul, for calling in. We appreciate that. His top concern, of course, is the issue of mental health. We're going to move on to our next caller. Tom is on the line. Hi, Tom. Hey, yo, can you hear me? Yes, we can. You're on the air. Tell uh, us, right, right, what, what, right, what are your top concerns? Right, right. I'd just like to make, because, uh, you know, the first three callers, they, they, you know, they are talking about the uh, disparity of pay in Malaysia and things like that. I'm yeah. actually from Singapore. Mm-hmm. And, okay. Uh, I'm doing uh, business in Malaysia. Mm-hmm. I mean, everywhere, I like to tell these people that, you know, just shut up and stop complaining and, you know, do something productive. Because I'm from Singapore. I mean, where, where they say, what, 4,000, you know, their starting pay is 4,000, you know, and they can get chicken rice at 250 and all but there when you're in Singapore there's two people complaining oh my like they'll, they'll tell you that things are too expensive yeah chicken rice is 250 it should be 150 right. <laughs> right yeah right so I mean what, what I'm trying to say is that everywhere what keeps me up at night is that people they are complaining everywhere where they should be focusing their effort on things like to, to, to better them them to give them edge of this game of life you know mm-hmm. and instead of just complaining because I mean like if you get a bitcoin like I mean uh, uh, a few months ago you probably make uh, uh, you know, a, a hefty sum Tom, Tom, I'm I'm, I'm very excited that you're calling in because uh, do you get to complain in Singapore? Yeah, I do, but uh, no, on public radio, I, I don't think they'll take my call. Well, but, that's the yeah. thing. So, 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 I mean, <laughs> let, let's talk about uh, just on your personal perspective. What do you feel is like a legitimate uh, complaint f- from your end? Well, complaining about complainers, obviously. Well, yeah, I, I clearly. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the, yeah, the, it's like 
Anywhere you go, especially where there's Asian people, I mean, not just Asian people, but anywhere you go, there are people complaining, whether it's for a legit reason or just a lack of lack of effort on their part, there still be people complaining. So, I mean, my, my advice to them is just just stop complaining, do something else, and you probably see result. I mean, whether it's, it's a very great result or a small result, but at least there'll be a result. Instead of you just kind of sleeping at night because, you know, Singapore and Malaysia are parity of, you know, the dollar-dollar ratio kind of thing, you know? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. All right, so thank, thank you. Thank you very much for calling in to uh, public radio here in Malaysia and just getting his feelings out there. Well, uh, there's that. but He's, you know, he's a go-getter. He's a go-getter. But it also reminds you the grass is always green on the other side, isn't it? There are some things that Singaporeans can't get away with. All right, we're going to move on to our next caller. Uh, Jeremy is next on the line. Hi, Jeremy. Hi, it's Ryan, Caroline. Hi, what are your thoughts? Well, uh, just referencing the previous caller, mm-hmm. I think uh, we all complain because we know uh, we can be better than we are. Yeah. In every area, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, But the root problem for all this, I think it's uh, referencing past callers, is the same. The a- education system, is I can't believe it's so low. But if the education system is good, producing good graduates and the system throughout, I think it solves all the other worries like unemployment, your inflation, right. uh, your competitiveness versus people coming in from outside. You know, I've, I've done job interviews and I had people come in and they put like English, uh, written, eight, spoken, seven. Right. And, then, and then I said, oh, okay, let's uh, speak in English. And then they can't even speak a single, a single <laughs> sentence in English. And I'm like... Mm. Wow, this 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 is really worrying. Yeah. Hopefully seven. That's, that's a hopeful seven. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think it's a really uh, studies have shown that uh, unemployment uh, is linked to all the social ills mm-hmm. and so many dif- so many different uh, things that can uh, happen. Yeah, inequality. So can, yeah. So if you tackle the une- the, the unemployment issue by just making people uh, good quality graduates and uh, competitive in the global market. You, you, all this will fall into place by itself. All right. Thank you very much, uh, Jeremy, for calling in. And our next caller is Eric. Eric, wh- what do you say about what What are some of your top concerns? What keeps you up at night? Tell us. Yeah. Um, hi, guys. Um, actually, right, yes, I, I think one of the, just now the speaker who just talked about the language yeah. for the young graduate student. Sure. I agree with that, actually, because when even though they are come from a very good universities and they have a very good grades, but they can't speak a simple uh, English, which become a barrier for the company. For us, for example, like Western company or local company, right. want to get a cutting edge and to try to how to say to discuss it matters. But the problem right now is that because of the limited of the language who is speaking English. It's very tough, actually. And, and, do, and, and do, you, do you put that down to the education system? Is it just how culturally we're relating to each other and, and the use of language is in a very uh, perhaps relaxed manner? Or what do you think it is? Actually, I was thinking it's just because of due to the social, I will say, because it depends on how the group was. If, let's say, a group would speak, let's say, in Malay, it's just a Malay. I mean, in Chinese, it will be a Chinese. But for me... It's just like what happens in Korea in Malaysia where we have a diversified, like we've got Chinese school, we've got government school. Yes. So that's the reason why I would assume that if, let's say, you want to be a very a very good in link in the communication, it's supposed to be together so that everyone has the 
equal access and have a very good in common in English or Malay or anything. But currently, what I see so far is not. It's because it's like one specific language. Sure. All right. Thank you very much for calling in, uh, Caroline. We're running out of time as we head yep. towards the seven o'clock news. Let's take a look at the texts and tweets. Yeah, just didn't get them out very quickly. So this one saying mental health as a new full-time working mother who's educated. I'm not deprived of information, but there's a struggle. Why we have to choose between family and career? Um, from Fifty Shades of Endura, what keeps me awake? Motorists on the road. They're ready to kill and be killed. Fayad says the quality of local worker workers. It's disappointing. Uh, Nural says it concerns me that we were flooded by mis information and non-factual debates i find coffee talk coffee time talk can be quite annoying when some people speak not out of first-hand experience and knowledge but just based on what they're told it'll mislead others this one's saying climate change is real naysayers are the ones unaffected thus far comfortable wherever they are floods and extremely hot days are what urbanites probably only see but not the bigger picture such as extinction of species dying and non-growing crops this one's saying overpopulation controversial and unpopular point of view most will disagree agree but there are seven billion people on earth who are depleting natural so, uh, natural resources over developing land causing disasters due to global warming wow asman says <laughs> we're, we're getting quite a few um on um, climate change asman Dawood saying how can my children survive in an ever-changing world with the high cost of living competitive uh, com- competitive world racism and islamophobia wow. and uh, finally this one saying great topic but are the people who can make a difference listening to what our right yet has to say. My answer, I certainly hope so. Well, thank you very much for all your texts and messages. And to all you callers, thank you very much for calling in. Uh, our sincere apologies to Arif, who just called in right towards the end of the show. We hope you do tune in next week to Talk Back. Uh, the 7 o'clock news com- is coming up right after this on BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.